Welcome to the Bar Hacks Podcast. Engaging interviews, plus tips and strategies to navigate your bar or restaurant business towards sustainable success. Now, here's your host, hospitality industry veteran, journalist, and editor, David Klempt. Hey, welcome back to the Bar Hacks Podcast. We have two guests today because Tales of the Cocktail this year is September 20th through 23rd. We have Eileen Weiner, the CEO of Tales of the Cocktail, and we have Neil Bodenheimer, a board member for Tales of the Cocktail. How are you guys doing? Doing great. We're doing great. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And for people who want to follow Tales, connect with you, what is your social, the web address? How can they get a hold of you? Tales of the Cocktail, you can find on Instagram. Um, if you're looking for me, I'm Wayner E on Instagram. And Neil, I'll turn it over to you for your many handles. And I'm Neil Bodie on Instagram. So this is the 19th year of Tales, and you are coming back in a hybrid format. So people can attend on the digital side, and they can actually attend in person this year. So what can both audiences expect from this year's Tales? First of all, it's going to be great. Um, our content is amazing. We've been fortunate. Last year, we did our solely digital version. And this year, thankfully, as things are opening up in different parts of the country, we're able to do some in-person events and pop-up events globally, actually. So we've been working with our education committee to develop you know, our signature slate of educational seminars. We've got roundtable discussions. We've got a lot of really cool and compelling interactive brand content on our schedule. And depending on where you are within the next couple of weeks, tune into you know our schedule because we'll have lots of pop-ups happening in different cities around the world. There's, there's a lot on the education side and there's certainly gonna be opportunities to get together in, in local communities on a global scale. What are some of the cities and what are some of the activations that are planned? So we know we're going to be activating in New Orleans. Um, we'll have, you know, a couple signature foundation events and we're, we're hearing more and more that, you know, our brands are going to be popping up. Uh, we may have a couple brands popping up in New Orleans. And then I think city-wise, we've got a couple already on the schedule in New York. We've got, I think, a couple in London. And then really, you know, over the next couple of weeks, I fully expect those things to get fleshed out because for obvious reasons, you know, everyone sort of scheduling those things, you know, within the next couple of weeks. So I would encourage everybody to check back on the schedule and, and search in person so you can sort of pull the roster of, of where those events are happening. And how does like, Tails plan to ensure the safety of not just the in-person attendees, but also the local community then? And I think that's, yeah, I mean, Eileen certainly has some comments on this, but I think for us, it's looking at the local market, looking at where Delta is at the moment and making decisions. That's why it's so hard for us to say, well, we know it's going to be in this market. We know we're going to do this. It is a constantly evolving situation. And, you know, for us, we're always going to err on the side of caution and safety. Absolutely. And I can add to that, that for our foundation events in New Orleans, you know, there will be proof of vaccination required. We're going to be responsible. We'll adhere to all the local guidelines and we would expect all of our partners to do the same wherever they're popping up. And we're certainly in contact with them to make sure that happens. And certainly it makes it a lot easier, a lot easier in New Orleans that we have a vaccine mandate. So we really default to that anyway, right now. As veteran tales guests know, there's, or attendees, there's always a theme for the event. So what is this year's theme and how would you say this year exemplifies the theme? 
Well, we decided on our annual theme sort of the year before. And so we, we decided on community for 2021. And, you know, I think honestly, Tails remains relevant because of its community, because of its ability to foster and strengthen that sense of community in our industry. And, you know, I think what makes us special in that regard and what community I think underlines is that we are for the industry, but we're by the industry. So all of our committees, all of the folks that are creating the education, helping us think through our Spirited Awards programs this year, they're folks in the industry. So they help guide us. And that is really who we rely on to really shape, you know, the content and the programming that we we're able to provide. And, and our community has been through so much over the past 18 months. And, you know, this, you know, Eileen said it really well, like we are nothing without our community. Tales exist to serve this community. And it really, you know, we're, we're in this really important moment for the cocktail community. And it's hard to kind of know where everything's going right now. And so for us, we're focused on trying to analyze that a little bit, but also kind of, you know, reminding everybody that, that we are a community and we, and, and we have more that, that uh, unites us than, uh, than uh, divides us. And that we've got to, We've got to come together and we've got to try and pull this industry out of a really hard time. Speaking of the programming, this is going to be the first year that the Diversity is Still Career Fair will be taking place. So what can you tell us about that? So we're really excited about this initiative. We're working with Diversity Distilled to host a virtual career fair uh, that'll be powered by us on our on our platform. But Effectively on September 19th, which is Sunday, we'll have a whole host of employers, including Makers Mark, Sazerac, other other brands, other operators, others, marketing firms, agencies that are that are gonna effectively host booths. So there's gonna be an opportunity for employees looking for jobs to share their resumes, see the postings, you know, and gain insight into this strange post-pandemic hiring world we're, we're in right now. Maybe how best to do a Zoom interview, I don't know. But I think it's I think it's going to be really great. And I, I can see this continuing into the future with Tails as a really important initiative. So we're, we're thrilled to do it in a digital format this year and get some big brands involved. And I think this is going to be a cool opportunity. Some people don't understand that Tales of the Cocktail is not just an event. I mean, there are people who just do want to come to the event, but it's a very involved, well-run organization. And there's also the Tales of the Cocktail Foundation. So what has the foundation been focusing on, I, I guess, since 2020, really? Thank you for asking that question and for pointing out that difference. That is that is something that, you know, while Tales is signature and happens in New Orleans, we definitely have year-round programming. We definitely build resources and host conversations year-round. So oof, since 2020, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've been busy. We launched Full Hands In, Full Hands Out series that you know provided a platform for a whole list of industry leaders. You can actually go to our website and go to the Full Hands In, Full Hands Out section. And there's a number of recordings of really great conversations, roundtables with our Cocktail Apprentice Program alums, you know, um, some of the leading bartenders and industry leaders that you've seen tackling, you know, some really interesting, lighthearted content, and then some really difficult conversations that are really relevant and important to the industry. We've also been building out, you know, what to do with Spirited Awards um, in an environment where, you know, a lot of a lot of bars are closed. Certainly, ask, 
you know, all businesses have been impacted, all individuals working within this industry have been impacted. And so we, we spent the better part of the end of last year through the beginning of this year, really thinking about how to reshape the Spirited Awards to be meaningful and host, hosted a whole series of roundtable discussions in global regions, thanks to Zoom, just not meant to be an ad plug, but it's just kind of true these days, um, where we had these really, really interesting conversations on a regional basis around what trends, what lessons that regionally each each committee member had learned to then roll into these sort of central themes that we're going to talk about at TAILS this year around community, around pivots, around how to use the digital experience to leverage your brand. And we're going to roll those out at TAILS this year. Hi there. Just a quick message before we get you back to this episode. If you're looking to take your bar, restaurant, or hospitality business to the next level, I mean to profits of 12 to 15% or more, it's time to take action. Let's start creating your roadmap to success with our proprietary strategies, tools, resources that will inspire your team, activate your potential, and lead your hospitality brand to margins you never thought possible. Visit krghospitality.com right after this episode for more information. Now, back to the Bar Hacks podcast. And then the other part of Spirit Awards that I'm really excited about that actually launches on Monday is we're going to have a Spirited Awards directory, which actually includes 15 years worth of winners for Spirited Awards so that you can find on an interactive map. If you're going to, you know, London, you're going to St. Louis and you want to know where to go, you can actually have an amazing resource that highlights and hopefully drives people to those bars globally. So those have been two big Spirited Awards projects. And then, Neil, do you want to talk to what I thought was a really cool and really important local initiative in New Orleans, our Mardi Gras Gives campaign? Yeah, so that was something that I think we were all really, really proud of. That we we were lucky enough to have to have a sponsor come to us and say, "Look, we have this really great idea." It was it was after Mardi Gras was canceled this year, and um, you know I think deep down we all kind of knew it it was going to get canceled, but it was it, the announcement was held for a really long time, and and there were a lot of people that had been rehired and then let go over Mardi Gras, unfortunately. And so a lot of bartenders out of work, a lot of bartenders that, you know, look at, look at that as one of their busiest times of the year. And we're just feeling really hopeless. And so uh, one of our excellent friends and sponsors came to us and said, Hey, I want to, I want to organize some people, you know, some other sponsors and some other people. And we want to find a way to get some much needed aid to local bartenders. And it was really successful and we're all really proud of it. And, you know, it's been so hard. I mean, so many things happening day to day that we all want to make an impact on. And sometimes it becomes overwhelming, but it's nice to take one thing and do it and execute it. And so we uh, felt and still feel really great about it. On top of all of that, there's also the grant program. Mm -hmm. And so if you could maybe provide some updates for from some previous winners or how people can apply to the grant program. Yeah, yeah. We've been fortunate enough to work with just some really incredible industry-born initiatives that we've been able to support. Last year, we were able to work with Minnow out of New Orleans, made in New Orleans, and Turning Tables, 
And then um, we've seen them do just incredible work in partnership with Beloved Community, Minnow, Enroll 20, New Orleans area restaurants in this cohort group, which then leaders basically commit to a two-year journey and making changes for their businesses to create, to create change in the hospitality industry. Turning Tables, you know, has been working to build curriculum to connect young workers with, you know, opportunities in the local area. We, we've just seen some great successes with those organizations and, and really look forward to being able to continue that work. Certainly grant funding, as you can imagine, this, this climate is a little bit less than perhaps it was a couple of years ago. And so we're definitely looking for other opportunities to be able to continue to fund these types of great initiatives. Um, and so once we have more information to share on that front, we'll definitely post it. I don't wanna make you pick favorites or anything, but is there maybe an education session or a few or a few speakers that you're just really excited that are going to be at Tails this year? Neil, you want to answer that? Or I mean, I, I have plenty of favorites. Eileen, I'm going to let you start. <laughs> so our uh, first and foremost, our schedule is live. So you can go onto, onto our registration site and actually create your ID, log in, and you can see the full schedule from the, from the 19th is our sort of pre-conference day, which will have the career fair and we'll have a day of service in local New Orleans area. Uh, but then basically Monday through Thursday, that full schedule is up. So I don't know that we're going to have some really great conversations. We're going to have a round table about rum and decolonization and paradigm shifts and just a new path forward for thinking about that. Um, we're going to have a couple sustainability panels. There's this really, really like I, I love nerdy things, but there's one on bat conservation in agave spirits production. That's just like, it's just very cool. You know, and then we've got some great business uh, seminars, finding the, the true cost of a cocktail and just a lot of really great, interesting information out there. So, I mean, there, I, I can't choose favorites. There are so many great ones, but there is a whole variety of things to choose from for sure. Do you have some, some favorites you're looking forward to? I'm trying to pull up my schedule and unfortunately I'm technologically challenged right now, but um, so I, I can't give you a specific one, but I can tell you that the, the education team has worked really hard on it and, and the chairs, I mean, you've got, you've got people that, that give their time, you know, let's, let's be clear about it. It's not, it's not that people are, are making a King's ransom to come in and, and work and do this. They're giving their time to the industry and to go through and to sort through different different panels, put them together. They, they mentor panelists to get them to the right place. And by the time they're done, we have really excellent world-class education. And we just can't do what we do without them. You know, the entire education team, it's about passion, but it's also about commitment to our industry. And that for me is one of the, it's, it's one of the things that I just, I can never be more grateful than I am to those that serve for us. Here, here. I'll, I'll build on that. They deserve a serious special thank you and shout out because that committee is outstanding, as is our philanthropy committee. And I, I'd even want to throw a shout out to the moderators and panelists, too, because, again, like we're not, we're, we're not paying these folks a ton of money to do this work. They're doing it because of because they're passionate about it and they want to share their ideas and they want to provide education. And we'll have over 60 seminars with over 250 different industry leaders this year. And that's exceptional and incredible in a year, year and a half where, you know, it's been so challenging and for people to make time to do that is it's incredible. And we are so grateful. That's probably a little bit too early, but do you see this hybrid format going into 2022 and even going further? 
Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think what I think what has been most exciting about this hybrid format, you know, to make lemonade out of a really terrible 18 months is, you know, we had over 100 different countries tune in last year. So, I mean, we're reaching a really large community through this platform. And I think, you know, we'll be we'll be back in New Orleans next year for our 20th anniversary. But I definitely, definitely think that there's going to be a component of our work moving forward that has to be digital, that has to provide this education and resource in a much more democratized way. And so we're excited to continue thinking about how best to do that. And it certainly has provided a, a new platform to reach a much bigger audience. Before we go, do you have any final thoughts, a, a final bit of info you want to share with the folks about Tales, a, a favorite Tales memory? So, you know, I, it, it's funny. So I'm, I'm participating in the Q Mixers uh, Meet at Tales. And um, I have a memory from, from years ago where uh, we were at the, at the Death and Company Spirited Dinner at Restaurant Stella. And it was an uh, incredible meal. And, and, and by the time we were done, I was introduced to my to my future business partner, Kirkus Dopenall, by the late Rob Cooper, and we hit it off immediately. And I just think about the way that, you know, I'm I'm grateful for you know to Tales for so many things, but that's one of the ones that I'm most grateful for. You know, that that to me is an incredible memory. I mean, I have countless memories from Tales, and you know that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get involved, and that's one of the reasons why it's so important that we keep it going, and then we keep the foundation doing what it needs to do because. I think you could talk to anybody in this industry and into a T they could all, they can, they can all give you an example of how, of how Tails has given them something in their, in their career and in their life. And so for me, that's just one of many. Fantastic. I'm the, I'll be the first person to say that I, the opportunities and people that I've met going to Tails, I don't think I would have met them otherwise really. So I'm also a big Tails fan. Eileen and Neil, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, now I feel like I finally got into the schedule. So I did see one one that I wanna that I wanna point out for everybody. Michael Vashon's doing one called David David versus Goliath, breaking into new markets without the big bucks. And I, I've you know, I'm always I'm always interested in the ecosystem of our industry. And I think it's really important to know that it does take a healthy ecosystem for us to be at our healthiest as a you know, as an industry. And you can't just have the big guys, you gotta have the small guys and gals too. And, you know, you need to have new products and new innovation and you need to have larger companies that buy them. So for me, I'm really, really excited to see us talk more about that and kind of get back to the business of bars and the business of brands. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to the Bar Hacks podcast produced by KRG Hospitality and hosted by me, David Clem. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Twitter at AskBarHacks and Instagram at BarHacks. Talk to you soon.